Hey, it's Heike, and today we're talking about food. One of the topics among Pilates and exercise I love talking about. So imagine this. You open the fridge and instantly you make a face. There's nothing good to eat, you think. But the fridge is at least half full with foods that you bought the past weekend. You can't think of any meal ideas that you can throw together a healthy and quick meal. And instead, you're thinking, oh, I'm just going to order in. It's easier because I can just point and click and it's done. But with the right meal prep strategies, you too can be a ninja in your kitchen, creating quick and nutritious meals without hours in the kitchen. And instead, I show you how to meal prep in five easy steps. And before we dive in, I want to give you the heads up that the four-week lean-out program is starting very soon. We're incorporating some of the meal prep strategies I'm talking about today into the four-week lean-out program while we're fasting. So that cuts down on the meals we're preparing. But more about this in the four-week lean-out program. And I'll leave a link in the show notes for you to check it out so on with talking about meal prep for today. I'm Heike Yates, a fitness and nutrition coach with 30 years of experience. I empower women over 50 to take back their health and strength to lead a vibrant life. Right now, you're joined by thousands of women over 50 around the world who stop dimming their light and instead ignite their spark. On this podcast, I do what I do best, taking complicated information about fitness, nutrition, and mindset strategies, and breaking it down into baby steps that are simple, actionable, and sustainable, so you can implement them into your life. I regularly interview some of the most inspiring women who share their honest stories, on how they went from their worst to their best life, so that you know you're not alone in your struggles. Join me as we redefine what aging looks and feels like by taking action and saying, yes, I can. This is the Pursue Your Spark podcast. Honestly, when I was raising my two kids, I had no idea about meal prepping. It was literally the shopping list included the same items more or less every week. And we more or less made the same meals over and over as they fed a lot of people, the three of us. And we all were very active and needed lots of food and a lot of carbs. And we bought stuff that all of us liked. Because at one point, my daughter became a vegetarian. So her eating changed completely. I started doing bodybuilding competitions. Yep, I did those. And I started eating very differently. And my son became a rock climber and he wanted to eat very differently for his rock climbing adventures. So we based it around what everybody's activity was and also what everybody liked to eat and not necessarily what was really the best nutrition for us. So that's why I thought, Today would be a really good time to talk about meal prepping and the magic of meal prepping. So what is meal prep as it's called? 
Uh, meal prep has been really trendy lately, but it's more than a trend. It's a very simple approach to making a nutritious and delicious meal by taking out the guesswork of what to eat. Even as an empty nester, like myself right now, prepping or meal prepping is effective because it's effective. It gives us all the nutrients and nutrition as I'm planning out the meals. It reduces food waste. It saves time. It is budget friendly and it doesn't have to be complicated. If you've been following me, you know that I don't like recipes with lots of steps and tons of ingredients. It's got to be 10 ingredients or less and less than an hour of from start to table for a meal. I don't like too many complicated things. And meal prep to me is a process that's very straightforward. And unlike processed or packaged meals, this method gives you a total control over what goes into your food and how you prepare them. And you know, it's perfect for anyone who wants to stay on track with their health goals and fitness goals as well, because we're supporting our fitness lifestyle with the foods we, we eat. You know, meal prep is really cool because it makes it easy to also control your portions. You can choose how many amounts of meals or, or how big the meal is that you cook, and you can focus on a healthy recipe. Like I said, you put in whatever you want to put in, and it's so much better than ordering pizza, although we're not dissing pizza here. I love our grilled pizza that we're making. But even then, I choose what goes on my pizza, and I choose the ingredients and how I prepare. We're grilling our pizza, so it's fantastic. So instead of ordering in, think of how you can eat better and healthier just by meal prepping. And also when you don't like to spend cooking for hours, like I, I used to do when the kids were at home just to get enough food in the kitchen, but you still like home cooked meals without those hours in the kitchen, then meal prepping is for you. <clears throat> now you may wonder, Heike, is meal prepping for everyone? Initially, you think, oh yeah, meal prepping is only for big families because they cook large meals and they dish them out and they save them and all this. But meal prep is also a really good way to reinforce a healthy eating schedule and habits. And this strategy works if you are a single person or a two-person household as well. And I'll show you how to do this today. So some people say... <clears throat> For instance, some people say, I make only portions for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, just individual little meals. That's not for me, but some people prefer that. Or others cook enough food for two to three lunches. Make only lunch meals, so as they head out to the office now, you have your meal with it, with you. So experiment and find out what works best for you. So let's start talking about the five easy steps to meal prep and the pitfalls to avoid. Important is that you have a good 
kitchen setup. And that's number one. Without your utensils, you can't cook. What you definitely need is small, medium, and large storage containers. And I love those snapware containers that are glass because they are durable, they freeze, they can microwave, and they are dishwasher friendly. And they are great to store your pre-cooked meals in. Then you need uh, glass storage containers for chopped vegetables, for instance. Stash, sandwich stasher bags, they're good for marinades, smaller freezer meals, and little energy bites if you're making energy bites. We need sandwich bags that are also freezer friendly for, not for freezing sandwiches, but for freezing other leftovers. So it's different containers that we need. Then we need to make enough room in the fridge and the freezers to store those containers. So we need to organize things a little bit. And of course, a good set of pots and pans. So you can saute, you can cook and you can broil and do all these wonderful things. A blender is very helpful for uh, shakes on the go. And then we need, of course, the shaker bottles for the drinks that we're making on the go. Measuring cups and spoons so we know what we're doing. And food labels. I didn't know the importance about food labels until my son said, Mom, how are we going to write this on the, on the little sandwich bags? And I was like, I don't know. And he says, okay, we'll get you food labels and a marker. It's so simple. I totally didn't think about that. So these are like the main uh, items you need for your kitchen to get going. And you have many of them already. So go through your, your kitchen and see checklist and see what you got. So glass and uh, stainless storage containers are definitely your friend. Avoid storing food in plastic whenever you can and keep plastic out of the, out of the microwave. And whenever possible, they are leaking stuff into your food you do not want. Now, number two are easy meal prep ideas. And they're really easy. Number one is batch cooking. Here's what you do. And I'm using my lasagna as an example. You make a large, one specific recipe, in this case, the lasagna. Split it into several portions. And if you are one or two people, you take it into those portions and put it in the containers and freeze it, label it and freeze it for future use. Then you reheat leftovers. This is just simply part of an already cooked meal. And you know, what we do is we cook a meal that's big enough for two meals. The next day we cook another meal that's big enough for two meals, but then we eat on the other days, we alternate of the leftovers and all we do is just reheat them up. So we have two meals that we're cooking in my house and then we get four meals out of this. So it doesn't get boring. Now, uh, the next one is cutting up vegetables or fruit, fruits that you can plan to use for different meals. And you can do what I said, the leftover meal and you can add a, a already pre-cut vegetable or fruit to that meal so you have an additional nutritional boost for that meal and then you can just make another one one large meal and like i mentioned already is add vegetables to that meal which changes up the nutrients you get and that each meal tastes a little bit different and 
it makes it more fun to eat, I think. And so the next time you eat that meal, you you add the vegetable and whatever you don't eat, you put it in the freezer. So these are, I know these are super simple, but they're overlooked that by just a little bit of planning, you have a variety of meals that are easy and doable without hours in the kitchen and healthy meals. And I talk about this in a little bit, but the method that will work best for you is the one that depends on your goals and daily routine. I don't know what your life is like. I just know what we're doing. And I cook two meals a week and batch it out with the vegetables or just cook a big vegetable and make the vegetable a, a meal, um, as a meal and then add, if we cook chicken, as a side dish to it. So the different meal prepping methods can also be mixed and match. So whatever, like I said, just what I gave you as an example, depending on the circumstances. But start by choosing the most appealing one and then slowly experiment with, other, with others to determine what suits your lifestyle and taste best. So pick one that sounds the best and go with it. Uh, in the four-week lean-out program, we discuss different meal prep strategies. And one of them is the Sunday ritual, where I suggest that you're planning on two to three hours of chopping and cooking your meals for the week. This may seem like a lot, especially when you're starting out. But you will prepare all the meals for the week, and then you're done. Cooking on Sunday will make sure that you are using most of your groceries you bought for the week and nothing will be spoiled. And you save one of the meals you cook as your dinner for Sunday night. But this approach takes a little bit more planning and organization when you're starting with meal planning and prepping. But the four-week lean-out program is based on intermittent fasting strategies and Following this lifestyle makes meal prepping even easier as you have fewer meals to prep. A winner in my books. You can plan and prep healthy and nutritious meals so that you will reach your intermittent fasting goals of fat and weight loss. And I'll leave a link in the show notes so you can check out the 4-Week Lean Up program and join the program as we're starting soon. So meal prepping, awesome. But not all foods do well for meal prepping. So what foods can you use when you meal prep or meal planning? Any foods that hold up well in storage and taste good after a few days in the refrigerator or when defrosted. I can think of certain meals we made where I just looked at it and I was like, gross, I'm not eating that. We want to avoid that. So what preps well? Cooked grains and pasta. Beans that are cooked. Uh, cooked meats, roasted meats, roasted vegetables. I would say red peppers are not one that I would recommend to freeze. I think they look slimy afterwards, but check it out. Hearty vegetables are really great, like celery, carrots, peas, uh, kale, cabbage, so something that's really sturdy, nuts and seeds. And of course, cheeses do well when you meal prep and freeze 
or store meals in your refrigerator. Foods that I would not recommend are lettuce, fruits, berries in particular, or cut fruit. Cut fruit gets mushy. Crunchy things like, of course, I know we don't have those, are fried foods, and then crackers and chips. So these are definitely foods that just don't do well when you reheat them or restore them. They get soggy and just not very tasty. So think about also when you think of how you reheat your meals. Are you going to eat them cold? Do you have access to a microwave? Or uh, do you rely on a stovetop or oven to warm up your meals? Or like I said, are there some meals that you can eat cold or at room temperature? Because I remember back in the days when I made these large lasagnas for my family, I would bring lasagna to work with me back then. And we didn't have a microwave or anything to heat up my lasagna. So cold lasagna, not so my taste. It was not very good. So I started bringing sandwiches instead, but that's a different story. So think about that. When, how do you make your meals? How do you heat them up? Start maybe with the leftovers from the night before and enjoy them as lunch, but know how you can heat them up so you don't have to eat cold stuff like I had. That's not tasty. I want this to be tasty. Now, one of the things that's also very trendy are the Buddha bowls. You can throw to, together a beautiful Buddha bowl with leftovers. So you can do all the strategies that I mentioned today and create your own delicious Buddha bowl with the grains, with vegetables, and the protein of your choice and decorate it with maybe some fruit. So very many options. Some meal prep mistakes I would recommend to avoid. And meal prep is really simple and can start with a one pot meal or a sheet pan meal. I want you to focus on one meal to begin with instead of going all out and preparing. Like, okay, on Monday I cook this, on Wednesday I make this, on Friday I make this, and I buy all these vegetables. I can guarantee that it will not be successful because you will feel overwhelmed, will have way too much, way too much food, and you get bored and burned out on this whole meal prepping business. So make that first meal a little larger, as I mentioned earlier, to have leftovers that you can com combine with another protein or a vegetable or with another meal. Like if you made the lasagna, you can beautifully combine it with um, a, some vegetables, some broccoli, for instance. Or you could grill some chicken, bake sweet potatoes, carrots, and broccoli on a one-pan sheet for an entire meal, and you still have leftovers. The next day, you slice the chicken over pasta or a grain of your choice and add some of those vegetables that you baked on your baking sheet the night before. So don't overcomplicate things. Keep it simple so you don't feel overwhelmed and discouraged. Cook meals that you actually eat. So keep your meals balanced depending on your nutrition preference and goals. And here's how you can combine them. Here's a complete meal would be a protein, a grain, and a vegetable. This could be grilled chicken, sweet potatoes, and broccoli. If you are aiming for a lower carb meal, there will be a protein, a vegetable, and a vegetable. 
So they could be salmon, broccoli, and red peppers. If you're a vegetarian, you have legumes, a grain, and a vegetable. What could that look like? Black beans, quinoa, and corn. So these are just some ideas to spark your creativity in how to cook a meal that you actually eat and not just cooked and said, ooh, this is really gross. Bottom line, make recipes and meals you love already so you don't waste time on food. Start with something that you know that you can eat every day of the week. I, I have some meals like that. And start ex expanding from there. Another thing that seems to be so overlooked at times is as a meal prep mistake is to make enough food. I know that sounds silly, but if you only make enough for dinner and forgot that you wanted to eat the leftovers for lunch, that leaves you without dinner for the next night. You have a lunch, but there's nothing for the next evening. So fit your meal prep into your lifestyle and think about, hmm, I should maybe make this meal a little bit bigger because I want to have get maybe three meals out of it. You know, meal prep sounds complicated at first, but once you have a stable of recipes, you love to make, you are on the roll. And I put mine in a document, in a Google Docs. I almost said folder, but it's a it's in a folder in my Google Docs with links to my favorite recipes. So when I'm thinking of what I could make, I'll go into my little Google Docs and pick one or two recipes that I want to make for that week and go with that. And I, what I love is what we do is we add grains, then we add more vegetables to the meals, which makes it interesting because that also changes up the variety of food you're eating. So you're not ending up with picking the same vegetable. And that's an easy trap to fall into that you keep going and you just buy cauliflower, broccoli, and red peppers. So you're not balancing out your vitamins and minerals. So if you think, oh, I have grilled chicken and, oh, why not make spaghetti squash with it? Changes it up. I fall, Lately, I fell in love with spaghetti squash. I love how easy it is and how cool it looks when you actually get little spaghettis. But try it out. Check it out. Now, number four is ready to get started. Make sure your kitchen is set up. It doesn't have to be perfect, but you need containers. Pick one or two recipes for the week. Check for items that you already have in the pantry. So go through stuff that you already have. Then you create a shopping list. And plan on how you're going to food prep based on the examples that I mentioned today. Only buy what's on the list to avoid food waste. Don't go to the grocery store and say, the spaghetti squash idea that Heike mentioned is really great, but you're not sure really what to do with it or how to work it in your meal prep plan for your lifestyle. Think about, stick to the list. Every week, your list will change because you're hopefully changing up the recipes. Now, 
If you're stumped for recipes, why not try Pinterest? Yep, Google Pinterest and type in what things you might want to eat. And of course, you can always check out my favorite chef, The Minimalist Baker, and a link will be in the show notes to get inspired. She has a ton of plant-based meals and really easy to make meals. Um, I just, I can, I cannot rave about her more than I already have because I love the recipes she is sharing. So links will be in the show notes. Now, meal prep helps you also to stay focused on your nutrition goal and takes out the stress of planning and prepping meals. Okay, my ninja tip, when choosing a recipe, check if the portions are for two, four, or six people and adjust the amount for how many people you're cooking for. I made this mistake more than once when I was so excited about making this recipe and ended up with a ginormous amount of food that I was wondering, why is it so much food? Only to find out that this meal was for six people and we're only two. So check when you make the portions and oftentimes you can find a little uh, number in there that you can adjust to how many people you're cooking for, that you're not ending up like me with way more food than you wanted and have way too many leftovers and get bored. So I hope this post or this podcast inspired you, this episode inspired you to start food prepping. And the four-week lean-out program has an entire section on food prepping, uh, cooking strategies, and easy recipes that you can choose while practicing intermittent fasting. I invite you to take a look and see if you're, if it's for you, if the intermittent fasting and my cooking strategies are for you. And I'll leave a link in the show notes. Join the program if that, if you think it's for you, because the program will open again very soon when you listen to this podcast. So now to you, what is your ninja tip when it comes to food prepping? Let me know. Reach out to me at Heike Yates on Instagram, at Heike Yates. Pursue Your Spark on Facebook and all other social media at Heike Yates. And tell me what your ninja meal prep tip in your kitchen is. And with that, my friends, have the most amazing day. Enjoy your food. Live healthy, live well, and I'll see you next time on the Pursue Your Spark podcast. Ciao.